Welcome to IDP Real Talk, the podcast for international students with real stories, real experiences, and what it's really like to live in Australia. I'm Praji, your podcast host and a past international student, and I'm here to help you thrive in Australia. Today we talk to Ramit and his journey from India. We cover getting a job while studying, the importance of networking, and some useful insights on maximizing your chances in landing your first job in Australia. What is your favorite thing about Australia? Oh, that's a big question. I don't know where to start. I've come to really like the country and the city of Melbourne. I love a lot of parts about it. I love the food, the culture, the different type of people we meet here. So yeah, it's um, it's a lot of things about it. Yeah? Yeah, the diversity, people are really nice. Yeah. It's a good place to be. It's a great place to be. Especially for an international student. Definitely. So tell me a little bit about your journey from India. Sure. So I was, I graduated in Beijing, China, and then I was working in China for a bit. I moved to Shanghai and then I went back to India for a bit. That's where I went to my first meeting at IDP and they told me about the opportunities here. Honestly, I wasn't looking at Australia as an option. Yeah. I was looking at US, Canada, UK. Yeah. But um, luckily, they told me about all the good universities here. And yeah. I was working in business development in Shanghai. So I was already working with analytics. And at that point in time, 2016, 2017, I realized how important data would be. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was really interested in data science and um, doing that for my master's. So I was looking at different universities and they told me about all the options, all the programs here. Yeah. Um, they had um, a meet and greet with uh, different universities where I met some professors. They told me about the faculty, yeah. the, the, um, the, the courses they're providing, and I really clicked with it. And even though I did apply in a few countries, um, ended up coming here. And I think it was a great decision. Amazing. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you're here. And it's been, how long have, has it been um, you in Australia? Okay, so I'm coming up, actually, interesting enough, last month was three years, so... Oh, cool, yeah. it's been three years. Yep. So, basically, you, you came here and, and you've done your master's degree, and then what what was it like, um, you, you know, studying here? I know, I know that you studied here during the pandemic. Yeah, so I got here just before the COVID-19 stuff happened. Yeah. And so I was going to university, having uh, uh, in-person classes, but then in the middle of my first semester, um, you know, the world changed and we went to online classes and it was a whole different shift. Yeah. And we had some tough lockdowns here as well, but... Um, <laughs> so I've heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah. Um, in the end, my university shifted uh, real quickly to online because we were already providing that to um, students abroad. So that was a smooth transition. And then... I was coming to university when the lockdowns lifted and then going back to online. So that was a bit of a struggle. But yeah, um, different That's, experience. Yeah, definitely yeah. different experience. I can't imagine, you know, having been an international student here myself, how you would have navigated not just studying, but also getting some hands-on local experience. How is it for you looking for a part-time job when you're studying here um, in that environment? Like, how is, how is your experience with that? In the beginning, it was a bit bit tough, but I was lucky enough. I have family here, and I was living with them. And I did um, start working during the pandemic. Uh, my first job was in sales. Um, so I come from a business development background, so I started in sales. 
um, for this company selling NBN plans okay. and um, um, and phone plans related. So I used to call people up who were already account holders with this company and try to upsell them. Okay. And that was good. I've been in sales, so I know what it's like. It's like a lot of rejection. So you were pretty used to that space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was comfortable in that. Yeah. And that was um, that was a good experience. And then I moved to um, different jobs. I started working for a nonprofit called Sister Works here in Melbourne. Oh. And they have a great initiative. They support refugee women and give them employment. So I was um, working for their analytics and Google's. And this was a... This was a volunteer role, so I wasn't yeah. getting paid. I was still right. doing the sales job. Yeah. Honestly, that was for the money. I am, but this was more about, and I still have this job on my CV. So this was more about building my skills on like local experience because yeah. I think that matters. Absolutely. And then it did help me in the end to get my foot in the door in um, different companies. I think yeah. that's a great point because international students don't realize how important that local experience is when they're coming here. And I feel like even while you're studying, if you have the opportunity to get a part-time job in your field, which I can imagine is really tough for a lot of people, but even if it's like a volunteer position is like such a good thing to have on your CV and not just that, but also networking at the same time. It's just so important for them to sort of integrate uh, in, into that work culture early on, as early as it can be, even while they're studying. 100%, 100%. So my experience in Melbourne through that job gave um, gave the future employers a bit of confidence that yeah. he's been working here. He's um, managed stakeholders and done all this stuff. So yeah, definitely. And that's the reason why I was, um, um, you know, I volunteered for this position and started, started um, uh, doing this. Amazing. That's fantastic. And so that was the, I think that was what you were volunteering just, just, um, after you graduated or till you graduated or no, I, start, I started this volunteer position one year into uni and then um, yeah. while another year uh, th so the master's year is two years yeah so the second year for the master's the whole year I was working for this company oh wow and in the last semester I started working for another company which is specifically in my field data um, and I started working for this company called Message Media Oh, cool! actually here in Collins Street yeah they have an office here amazing and what uh, I was building a chat bot for them so everybody knows chat GPT now yeah <laughs> but it was um, basically chat GPT is like million data points or more and I was working with like 100 or 200 data points see. so yeah we built the chat bot for them and and how did you get that one I'm pretty sure students would be interested in knowing. oh yeah that was through my university yeah. so I, my university has this program where the last semester they give you hands-on experience and they tie you up that is so it's important through the university but th it it can be a tough one because the the good internships go really fast so you have to build um your network with your professors and really jump on these opportunities because I know some students, some of my friends, they didn't and then they ended up with maybe some uh, internships that didn't help them as much. So I was lucky in that aspect as well. I think that's a really good point. Having that relationship with your professors and, and maintaining that is so important for um, building your career in Australia after you graduate. I feel like that's a really important point that students might not know definitely, definitely. i would advise everybody to jump on any opportunity you get because you never know where it might lead to also it's about just putting yourself out there i Absolutely. say fail fail as much as you can exactly. because um the more you fail the more you will succeed in a way exactly i feel like failure it, don't they say that failure is a first stepping stone 
to success. Like that's the first definitely, thing you do. Definitely, definitely. Don't be afraid to fail at all. Yeah, that's Absolutely. my advice. Absolutely. I love that. I think that's the perfect advice for international students. Um, lovely. So you've graduated. Um, you've, you've got this um, local work experience that you're working on now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, tell me about Tell me about your experience, say, looking for a job in Australia. Like, you're looking for a job, you've graduated, um, you have a part-time thing that you're working on. Yeah, Look so full-time job. that was a whole different phase, and a lot of students get there, and that sometimes they get demotivated because, um, yeah. as I mentioned earlier, my experience in sales with rejection, so that um, was beneficial to me. So with the job is just, you know, keep trying, and um, luckily I got... The job within a month, yeah. But yeah, I definitely faced some um, rejections and learned from them, and, yeah. and went yeah. back at it. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because I remember when I graduated, it took me about three months to, oh. to land my first. Yeah, those are tough job. three months. It might not sound much, but yeah. I can understand. It, yeah, that. I was, I was, I was um, very anxious and very stressed, and yep. I was pretty sure I was doing something wrong. You know, because you're always rethinking your CV, you're thinking. You're thinking back to your cover letter. You're thinking about all the things that you can do different or actually do something that makes you stand out and actually separates you from every, everybody else. Um, I think I think those were really three, you know, tough months for me. But um, but yeah, it's just all about perseverance. Definitely don't stop trying. And yeah, don't stop trying. I had a friend who took, uh, it took him about four to five months. And by the third month, he stopped talking to us. He like, he cut off oh, from no. the, well, yeah, yeah. It can be really, yeah. um, you know, it can um, affect your mental oh, health, wow. but yeah, don't. And something that I heard when I was looking for jobs is um, somebody said, oh, you just need one. So, you know, it doesn't matter if it's 50 rejections, 100 rejections, you just need that one. Yes. So yeah. just keep going. Yeah. And yeah. Also, the fact that, you know, you're going out um, meeting new recruiters, you're meeting, you're going into interviews, you might not um, get the job, but you're going into several rounds of interview, I can imagine at some point. I think all of these things are kind of helping you build um, build skills where you can actually have the conversation with your recruiter and, and answer specific questions about getting that job there's just these are building blocks at the end of the day and I feel like it's definitely going to help you in the long run so there's no failure in that I feel like that's definitely something that's going to keep um keep teaching you how to yeah each each interview even if it's not successful will teach you something and there's only a couple times you can make the same mistakes and you start learning absolutely and you start applying that and yeah it all works out it really does I do want to mention going back to you know uni days and and how that was different from back home. Um, for instance, um, I will ask you this question, but for me, the, one of the main uh, differences in the cultures I can imagine is uh, we used to say sir and ma'am to we used to call our professors and our you know lecturers and even even in work we used to uh, whoever is you know elder we would just give them that respect of saying ma'am and sir and that's just kind of the culture that was back home in India um, I know that's not the case here in Australia and it was definitely different for me coming here and, and calling everybody by their first name but I'm used to it now but like back then it used to be a bit weird I yeah it's a bit of a culture <laughs> when you come here even yeah. with the hierarchy and how it works with your boss you can openly criticize them um, it's, it's really 
a better way of working, I think. And yeah, the relationships that you have, even with your professors, you call them by your first name. Yeah. So it can be a You can actually go out to dinner with them. Oh, yeah. I've gone out for drinks with my professors. How amazing is that? Yeah, that's that's great. And um, another thing I'd like to mention is really build your network with your professors as well. I remember after like a couple of days when I wasn't hearing back from the companies, I, I called my professor up. And then he said, um, give it another month. If that doesn't work out, we'll hire you as an assistant um, wow. to me. And I was like, all right. So I had that <laughs> to fall back on. Yeah. And I was I was really, it made me feel so much better that I had that right. backup. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that, that's definitely special. And I feel like students should make an effort to create these relationships and maintain these Definitely put yourself out there. Anything can lead to, I used to go to networking events and build, um, you know, um, the next day I would follow them on LinkedIn, just put in a small message. Hi, it was nice to meet you. Absolutely. And, um, you know, like that, I met a lot of great people. It's not even about the the uh, benefit I would get from it in terms of yeah. job or whatever, but you learn so much and you get to talking with these people in your industry mm-hmm. and you learn about how it works and, and you know, you can find out something about what's going on or how they're doing things with data now exactly. and you can talk about that in your interview is just, you don't know when you will need that information. Absolutely. I agree with you and I'm so glad that you mentioned LinkedIn because it's, it's not just a place where you connect with them, but also you are following what they're talking about with their network. Um, and that's coming up in your newsfeed. And it's such an interesting way to see what's going on in your space, in your industry. Um, and, and one of the most amazing things about LinkedIn definitely here for me is to mention how even a student, as soon as they start, you know, you know, studying here, they should start thinking about their personal brand and how that's going to help them in their long um, in their long run, you know, building a career in Australia, because I think that's so important for them. Um, they might not think that it's important because um, it's just something that sounds like it's too tedious. But at the end of the day, I know it takes time, but it's it's such an amazing concept that that's definitely going to give you back a, a thousandfold, if nothing. Yeah, that's the thing that you can start building from day one at university, at your professors and stuff. But also, it'll give you an edge. Um, it depends on what course you're doing. Like for me, the number one would be skills, like develop your skills. That's number one. Just be confident in um, adding value to any company you join today. So that's number one. Number two, um, if you're in, say, marketing or communication, then that is that is not even like an optional thing. You have to build your personal brand mm-hmm. because that will give you an edge. And if you're not branding yourself, the companies will be like, how can they brand our company if they're not doing it for themselves? It's really interesting, isn't it? Yeah. An individual's brand and how that contributes to a company's brand as a whole. Like, I feel like there's definitely a relationship there. And I would encourage everybody to build their personal brand. And I'm and I'm definitely I'm sure that that's something that you've worked on as well. Oh, yeah, I worked on it a lot. And um, yeah, if it comes down to two people, same skills, and they're exactly the same. And it might give you an edge like, okay, this person is involved in the community. He's uh, learning about these things and he can represent us better. So I definitely think it's I uh, I love that you mentioned that. Point. Yeah. Um, because that reminds me of like so many times students have come up and asked about like, okay, so um, what's the right way that a CV should look like? Or like, you know, what what am I doing wrong? What, is, what should um, a cover letter look like? Um, all I can just remember, you know, looking at their cover letters or CVs, it's it's definitely something that they should focus on 
and I'm not going to be talking about formats and all of that stuff because because that's fine. You know, there's so many different ways that you can build on that, but definitely have something that makes you stand out. Um, and that could even just be your portfolio because there's so many things that you can show your recruiter through, like, say, your website. Yeah, so showcasing your skills through portfolio, like for a coder, a programmer, I had a GitHub where all my, from day one, all my projects from university were online over there. I linked them on my That's CV amazing. so they can see like what type of code I'm writing, what kind of documenting I'm doing yep. and um, documentation I'm creating. So all of that really helps. And then, yes, my CV evolved as well. Like mm -hmm. I think um, when I first started studying, my CV was a bit weak and then there's a great resource for that. It's called resumeworded.io. Okay. Where you can go and the AI will grade your, your it'll give you marks. It'll give you oh, out of well. yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, so I remember I started with like 66. Okay. And then um, it evolved, it evolved. And then by the end, I was at 90 something. Really? Like, yeah, I improved it that much. Yeah. Wow. So it's good. And it gives you tips as well. What should you include and those type of things. Yeah. And uh, cover letter as well. You mentioned that's a great point to like show your personal personalize it, um, showcase, yeah. uh, you know, that you're putting effort in it, yeah. read about the company you're applying to, Absolutely. mention something um, not everybody would mention so they know that, okay, this guy has done their research mm -hmm. and yeah, that helps as well. Because a lot of the times uh, recruiters have told me this, that yeah. they get the same type of cover letter. Um, so yeah, just stand out is a great advice. For sure. I feel like uh, LinkedIn is, is a huge part of that as well. Um, I've met so many students and they're like, I've applied everywhere and, and, um, and I'm just like, oh, have you tried LinkedIn? And they're like, no, I'm not on LinkedIn. I'm like, well, that's what you need to do. 100%. <laughs> uh, this day and age, everybody has to be on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Um, I cannot go without um, talking about career coaches such as Josh Farr from Campus um, Consult Consultancy. Um, shout out to Josh and also Anita Van Ruen, who's from Confidence Hackers. I feel like they are really, you know, Career coaches like them are really making their, you know, space. Like, I feel like all students should follow them for sure because um, Josh, for instance, runs um, all kinds of skill building workshops. Um, and Anita is so good with soft skills and she teaches students how to be confident, um, how to talk in a group. Um, and it's just amazing what they're doing in this space. So shout out to both of them for sure. Are there any, like, um, influencers in that space that you'd like to... So I did follow Josh Farr and oh, yeah. he's great and yeah. he has these events in Melbourne and you that's... feel like you're part of this group and everybody's, you know, they have the same objective. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me in data, th there's so many influences that have helped me um, in terms of coding, in terms of um, looking at their... Um, so there's also YouTubers who just uh, stream how they code. So mm -hmm. they'll, be, they'll be making a project online and you can follow them, see how it works. You can see um, whatever uh, job you aspire to be. You can just uh, search on YouTube like yeah. a day in the life. Uh, yeah. uh, for me, it was the data scientist. So I used to see like what kind of work they're doing. So I have a better understanding of what I should expect mm -hmm. or like what field you want to go to within data science because mm -hmm. there's multiple things you can do. You yeah. can go into data engineering. You can go into um, uh, the visualization part of it. You can go into machine learning, AI. So there's all these fields. So even within your field to get an idea of it, that's uh, that's that's great. That's really uh, interesting yeah. that you mentioned that because like in data, uh, same goes for marketing or any other profession for that matter, there's always a niche. 
and there's always something that would pull you towards and that becomes your passion like you're probably passionate about and it and then you go down this rabbit hole and then you find these people online whether it's youtube or linkedin and they're doing so well in that space so that's definitely something that's fantastic um i do want to also talk about um your work experience here in in australia and how if you've ever noticed um any other like you know work culture differences that you've you've noticed here in Australia as compared to you working in China, for instance, or India, for that matter? Um, nothing that has really um, was that different, but it is, I think Australia has a great work-life balance that um, the, your colleagues, your bosses, your managers, everybody is um, pretty relaxed in the sense that they give you your time to do things. I mean, there are busy times, like, uh, for example, this week, I am... Uh, slammed at work <laughs> but at the same time i know that um um they won't they won't like push me uh too much and yeah. i know i have my time to uh finish my tasks and stuff yeah, like that yeah. yeah so we can safely say that the thing that they say about australia being laid back is true 100 percent. yeah <laughs> that is absolutely true well you know shout out to all the students out there who really want to you know be in a space and where you know they can be laid back and and work but at the same time it's not as hectic as it can get in different places around the world right true that is absolutely true amazing well how is life in australia if i can ask like how is how is it um and what are your plans for the future so life is um great for me i love as i mentioned i love the city uh, I have great friends over here. Uh, we we went to the same university. I've made so many friends over the years. Over all these jobs that I've been talking to you about, I've made friends in the East that I'm still in touch with, still meet Thanks. to this day. And yeah, you, you get here, uh, you don't know anybody, but along the way you find your tribe and yeah, you have fun and that's what it's all about. I love that. I love that you find your tribe here along the way because that's so true. There's so many different kinds of people that you meet, um, whether it's uni or at work, and then eventually you get there. Um, but uh, you have to put yourself out there to get there for sure. 100%. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, before we end the episode, I do want to ask you if you have any recommendations for international students. So whether that's a book or a podcast or anything um I would recommend to follow IDP um, uh, for sure because uh, you guys do a lot for international students. Yes, we do. I've been do. following your Instagram page and I see events pop up. Yeah. Your consultants are really, um, you know, uh, nice, friendly people. You can come here, talk to them. Um, and in general, it doesn't have to be about something um, specific like a work or anything. Just, um, yeah, just uh, reach out to no, these guys. No, for sure. Yeah. Um, our, you know, shout out to our socials, definitely. That's a, that's a must. But um, yeah, no, um, that's a great recommendation. Do you have any other one? Um, no, I think I've covered everything. Build your uh, skills, your network. Absolutely. And yeah, just uh, go out there and fail and you will succeed eventually. And that's so true. I feel like that's the best advice to international students who are coming here. Um, or going anywhere for that matter. Um, well, thank you so much for your time today, Ramit. It was so good to have you. No problem. Thank you and IDP. Um, that's why I'm here in the first place. So no problem anytime. Lovely. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to IDP Real Talk. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify so you don't miss another episode. See you next time.